0: Welcome back to InPod, your home for all things InFlow. I'm Nick Sweeney, and I'm your host. This week, I've got an interview that is five hours in the future. As I've talked about before, I did an internship at DriveWorks over in the UK while I was in college. I got put by the automation bug, and I love automating everything that I can. So when I started this podcast, I knew I wanted to interview someone from DriveWorks. Well, this week, I brought in a really good friend of mine that actually works over at DriveWorks now, And if you didn't get my joke there at the beginning, they're actually five hours ahead of me. I'm Eastern time, they're British time. So that's how this is five hours in the future. So this week, as I've kind of talked about before, I worked at DriveWorks a few years ago back when I was in college. And one of the guys I worked with quite a bit was Tom Ormold. And I've decided to bring Tom into the podcast. Tom is a senior technical specialist over at DriveWorks. Uh, He works a lot with me and a lot with people like me. So Tom, welcome to InPod. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mick. Thanks for having me. You were probably the person that I figured I would have on eventually. I just wasn't sure when, and, and I'm glad we finally got around to to getting you on the episode. So the first question I asked every guest, and it'll be a little bit different since your focus is not on SolidWorks, but what was your first version of SolidWorks? <laughs>
1: uh, so my my first version of SolidWorks was the educational version in 2012. Uh, so that was the first year that I started university. So. That was my first experience with SOLIDWORKS. Um, Yeah, I'd I'd done a few, I'd I'd, I'd done a bit of uh, sort of uh, like technical drawing and things like that in the past. Um, So yeah, but that
0: was my first version of SOLIDWORKS. So let me ask you a more applicable question for the topic of this podcast. What was your first version of DRIVEWORKS?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, about the same. It was uh, DRIVEWORKS 11. and then DriveX 12 came out just as I started. So I actually did a lot of DriveX support when I first started. So a lot of customers were still on DriveX 11, um, even when DriveX 12 just came out and things like that. So, so yeah, DriveX 11 was my uh, first version, which seems really old now,
0: considering we're on, uh, we're on DriveX 18. Right. Um, yeah, going back, Did you start on DriveX Professional or did you start on Express or Solo?
1: Um, so I'd seen Express obviously when I was at university. So I did a uh, an internship at DriveWorks. That's when I first first started. Um, so I'd seen Express kind of inside SolidWorks when I was at university, but never really used it mm-hmm. uh, until I start. You know, I got an interview, so I, I had a little play around with it then. Um, but my first training was on uh, was actually on DriveWorks Solo, uh, and
0: then DriveWorks Pro
1: pretty pretty quickly after that.
0: So we both started on DriveWorks Solo. That's pretty cool. Although I, yeah, I think I think yeah, yeah I got started uh, oh gosh I remember it year it was 2016 I think is when I first used Driver solo which that would have been 14 I think Driver solo 14 which seems really yeah, old to me
1: uh, yeah I think I think so yeah because I think you you were there the the summer that I I started back full time after I'd finished university so yeah it will have been it have been two or three years after I yeah so I think yeah driver's 14 I think it would
0: have been So obviously, we we can sit here and share stories the whole time. We've got a lot of stories from my time in England. And then every time you've come over to the States and we've seen each other, but I think we should probably talk about something that's a little bit more DriveWords focused. Uh, Yeah, maybe. And and what I was thinking we could talk about is kind of this journey that customers go through with DriveWords because a lot of customers, Mm -hmm. they'll talk to you early on. They'll they'll email DriveWords because they'll say, I don't know who I buy this from. Uh, or they'll talk to me early on because the salesperson brings them to me and says, let's talk about this automation tool and how it can benefit these customers. So let's talk about that journey and how we see those customers from start to finish, mm-hmm. from that investigative phase, all the way to that they're using DriveWorks and they're using it really successfully and how they get there. Sound good? Yeah,
1: sounds good to me. And I think we uh, we, we touched on it a little bit then, even even before we started.
0: We did because, you know, talking about which version did you start on? A lot of customers, I find that they start on DriveWorks Express, and that's all about starting small. You know, when I worked at DriveWorks, obviously I sat thirty feet from you and Maria, and Maria always kind of talked with us about. She talked to me especially because I had come from the reseller world. It's all about starting small and learning with DriveWorks, and DriveWorks Express is a really great way of of doing that. But Tom, how do you how do you see a lot of people using DriveWorks Express? Obviously, I see them using it one way, but. How do you see a lot of customers using tools like Drivers Express?
1: So you're, you're 100% right. A lot of people, automation is fairly new to them. They've maybe never really done much before. They might have looked at configurations or design tables. But Drivers is a kind of a different beast, I suppose. Um, and Drivers Express is, is brilliant for them to, to learn the sort of core fundamentals of Design automation using using a rules-based system like Driveworks. So obviously Driveworks Express is inside SolidWorks. It's completely free. Everybody who owns SolidWorks kind of has it. So it's again, even more ideal for you know, your SolidWorks engineer to, to, to learn from. Um, and you know, we get a lot of people who come to us and they they say, Yeah, oh yeah, I've heard of Driveworks. Exactly like I said. I've seen it inside SolidWorks, but I've never really, never really used it. I don't really know where to start. and um, so one of the things that we get uh, a lot of people doing is our DriveX Express certification. Mm. So we have a, for a completely free online certification, and it's a really good way of learning about not just DriveWorks, but learning about automation in general um, and the kind of principles behind that. So, yeah, we get a lot of customers that start there. That's, that's where they start their journey, I suppose, um, learning about DriveWorks from Express. Um, and just, just either going through that training or taking a, a small part or small sub-assembly that they have and just applying what they've learned and, and automating that.
0: And that's how I'll see a lot of people using it, in industry especially. One thing that I really love that you guys do, especially in the UK, so I don't know how much we really do it over here in the States, but going into schools, going into colleges or universities in, in UK speak. Uh, you guys go in and and you talk with those students and you talk to them about design automation early so that when they get into industry, they're already thinking about it. And yeah, they're thinking about DriveWorks, but they understand that general process and the power that having tools like that really gives them that kind of power. But I also think (laughs) it's interesting that customers kind of, not everyone starts with Express. Some people will start straight with Pro and it's always a little bit interesting how they go about doing that. Um, But you and I talked about this on our on our pre-show meeting. It is kind of nice to start with something like Express because it's very simple. It's very straightforward. It's very focused. Uh, that's something I yeah. really like about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's it. That's exactly it. Um, there's we, we often see people with, with DriveX Pro and even solo to some extent, there is a, a lot of things that you can play with, essentially, and DriveX Express helps to kind of keep you focused on the, the fundamentals and the, and the sort of basics, I suppose. But there is a lot that you can do with Express still. We, we're still amazed now when we see things that people have managed to sort of achieve with, with DriveX Express just by applying them basic principles to lots and lots of assemblies and models and product lines. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, the perfect, it's the perfect way to sort of introduce yourself to, to design automation and to what
0: DriveWorks. can When the whole coronavirus started back in March... Um... One of our customers, I talked to them about using Drivers Express, and they said, we want to use a low-cost tool to help us get out this low-cost product. It's a low-margin product. And I thought that was a really interesting way of them saying, this is how we're going to use automation. This is how automation is going to benefit us. They already knew that they had to get these parts out faster. They had to get these models out faster. They were selling them at pretty much at cost, if I remember right. Um and to do it they used drivers express and they automated it and it was a full assembly it was stuff that I won't say exactly what they were making but it's stuff that you know people would see every single day um mm-hmm. and i loved seeing that because it's it is a very powerful tool it's not like you're using mm-hmm. it's not like you're using a really cheap tool it's you're using something that's very powerful it just isn't as flexible maybe as something like drivers professional is
1: yeah and it, and it just doesn't have um you know some of the other Functionality that 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 DriveX Professional and DriveX Solo can do—it's it's almost like a cut-down version. But there's actually a lot of things in Express that are also in DriveX Pro. Mm. So a DriveX Express project that you that you create using DriveX Express can actually be upscaled all the way into DriveX Solo and into DriveX Pro um, because the the concepts are the same. So you're not using a a sort of subpar version. You are just using a sort of cut-down version and. Um, and yeah you're hundred percent right we There are a lot of companies out there that are just just using express, and that's enough for them um It does the tasks they need to be able to do if they just need to do some simple automation tasks within sort of their uh, their engineering team, then you know it's it's absolutely perfect for them and it's allowing them to you know save time and produce more more products
0: essentially so definitely f- for definitely for some users. Express is all they'll ever need. They don't necessarily need to integrate with other systems. They don't necessarily need a flashy user interface. They just need something functional. But for a lot of customers, Drivers Express is just the start of that journey through Drivers. And Mm -hmm. and I really like starting people on Express because there's the certification, which has the free training associated with it. And I think that that training, as you've said, it starts people out with just thinking about automation in general. So then they take everything that they've learned in Express, and maybe they've actually got something functional out of it. And then they can say, "Okay, I'm ready to go into, let's say, driver solo or driver's professional as kind of the next step. And they already have a foundation for it so that they're not sitting there for the first week or two going, where do I start? What do I do? So they kind of know where they're going with it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and quite often, as I think we, we talked about a second ago, sometimes you can have too much too soon. So it's a good kind of stepping stone up to the next level. It's kind of like, okay, well, I wish I could do this or I wish I could automate drawings or I wish I did have a, a bit more of a flashy user interface or a, um, a more dynamic user interface. So it, it can kind of lead you on the right path. It starts you off on the right path to kind of, you know, go on to use other, other versions of DriveWorks
0: if you require them. And on top of that, like just starting an Express, you get your training. Solo has training too. Uh it's got a lot of really great video content. Uh there's there's a solo certification now, right? That's fairly new.
1: Yeah, yeah. So to, we saw such a success with the Express certification. Um, you know, it's it's promoted by the guys at SolidWorks and because they're obviously very, very big on their certifications and getting, you know, people in industry to be certified in, in software to obviously help them with their careers and things like that. So it was something that we were we were keen to get involved in. Um, because of the success of the Express certification, we decided to create a free online solo certification. So we had we already had a uh, a certification that was uh, limited to just our reseller channel, who could, could take it. Um, but because we have a free trial of DriveX Solo, the last 30 days, we wanted to design something that people could maybe aim to do at the end of that 30-day trial. They can get going with the, with Drivex Solar, they can go through some of the training, have a look at some of our sample projects, maybe build their own small project themselves. And then at the end of that, they could then, at the end of that that trial, they could then go ahead and take the certification. And that's something that we're looking to um, get into more universities and and hopefully get more people using Driveux Solar. And um, we've actually... Um, recently uh, signed on as a sponsor to the first robotics um program and we're encouraging all of their students that take part to actually uh do the solo certification we're providing them with some with some solo licenses um and hopefully they're going to be able to use them in their projects as well
0: i really like the the fact that solo comes with a 30-day trial because you know people come from express and they say okay this is what i can do but I don't have a dynamic form. I don't have the ability to based off of what I choose, hide and show these different controls down here. I'm not able to start using tables. So then naturally people are curious and they say, well, what can I do to start doing that? Can I start using design tables with driver's express? Can I start using configurations with express? And they start looking at these different solutions, but with driver's solo, it gets them a lot of that functionality natively being able to start working with very simple tabular data, um, you know, Obviously, it doesn't connect to SQL. It doesn't connect to ODBC and none of that stuff. But it, it can have lists and that kind of information. Start being able to hide and show dynamically based off of your selections. I think it's really cool. And be able, being able to say, hey, you tried Express. You had some great success with it. Let's move up to drive it solo. And you can get trained. You can understand it. And again, it almost acts like a great springboard. If someone goes from solo to professional, if they've done that 30-day trial they're going to open up pro and they're not going to sit there confused. They will immediately say, okay, so here's my forms. I'm going to start making my forms. Here are my models. I'm going to start manipulating those models. I'm going to make the length equal to this input right here. I love seeing people that do that because they're never lost. They have followed this path straight to professional. And by the time they get there, they're already certified in drivers. They understand the concepts at least, which is a huge deal.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's almost building on the express stuff it's it's more of the same really but just taking it that one step further um, so the dynamic form stuff that you mentioned is a big big advantage of solo over of express but also the ability to automate the creation of manufacturing uh, drawings um, and that's not just being able to create them but also being able to automate them so change their scale change where views are positioned on a page change what annotations surface finishes, uh, weld symbols, that kind of thing, and automate them as well. Um, so, yeah, Solo is, is basically more of the same. And, again, it's the concepts that you can learn in DriveVox Solo can be taken straight into DriveVox Pro. Um, so you're not learning things that then kind of become obsolete as soon as you upgrade to DriveVox Pro. They are completely transferable, um, which is why we, we push nearly all of our customers to tr- first well, – Unless they've used Express to to, to use the Solar trial before, you know anything else, um, because they're not. Again, it's this this idea that there is a lot to to play with in DriveX Pro. Uh, in DriveX Solar, you can focus more on um, one aspect um, to start with, uh, which is mainly the the design automation side. Still, we're still Solo is still an engineer's tool. It sits inside SolidWorks. It's a, an add-in for SolidWorks, um, and it's completely kind of based inside of SOLIDWORKS um, so, you know, it's, it's still an engineering tool for the engineering department, but no, you know, you, you're starting to see more of things like form design, being able to, as you said, hide and show controls and add images to your forms and things like that, basically to make the whole configuration experience easier and, and more straightforward to whoever's configuring. And essentially, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the goal really with these things.
0: One of the lines that I say every time I do a demo of DriveWorks is, it's a tool that's by engineers for engineers. Because at its core, DriveWorks is a really, really good engineering tool. Uh, It automates your design process. It follows your rules. It's not going to sit there and say, well, I know you said you want 14, but I'm going to make it 12 because I feel like it today. DriveWorks follows that strict set of rules. It does exactly what you tell it to. And it follows the same process each and every time. But what I find really interesting is when people start moving away from using it as just an engineering tool because they find, hey, Driverts has a CPQ. You're the CPQ manager. I, I didn't mention the beginning, but you are. And they start looking at how can we use Driverts in a more flexible way? How can we say, well, I know the engineers can do this, but what about sales? What about better yet, what about our customers directly? How can they start using it? And that's when people start really looking at Driverts professional, in my mind. That's that's when I think we go from, okay, Solo's not going to do everything you want it to. We need to start sharing this now. So then we start talking about Drive, it's professional.
1: Yeah, so what you said, then is often the root of the journey, again, that our customers will take. They will start using Solo, and we often talk about how automation can almost become like an addiction. You really just want to, you see, okay, well, rather than the engineers having to fill out the forms, why don't we just get the sales guys to do it directly? And then obviously on top of that, you think, well, why do we get the sales guys to do it? Why don't we just get the customers to to fill out the forms and configure their own products uh, directly or with a salesperson or something like that? And so, you know, and that's just going to free up your engineers to do even more creative and inventive things, product development, that sort of stuff, the stuff that really the engineers have been trained to do. They haven't been trained to, you know, do the same repetitive tasks in SOLIDWORKS or um, you know fill out a form they've been they've been trained to do you know the the really uh creative stuff and product product development and things like that so yeah the the idea of moving from it being just an engineering tool to a sales configurator or a cpq solution is really what DriveWorks pro is is all about um you still get all of the design automation functionality obviously that you get in DriveWorks solo um, and in DriveWorks express uh, you do get it does build on what is available in there. Um, so with the introduction of things like generation tasks, um, for anybody that's used DriveX Pro, uh, you know, they, are, they kind of take the design automation to the next level. Um, you can do a lot more with the design automation. Um, but that's just one sort of area of DriveX Pro. There's so many more available things, things like 3D in a browser, quote document automation, um, integration with other systems like you've mentioned a few times. So you really are opening door, a lot of doors with, with DriveWorks Pro to be able to use DriveWorks as a sort of um, order management system um, for your configurable products.
0: And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but a lot of people will say, well, I, I can have Express. I already have it. I can try Solo for free. What can I do to try DriveWorks Professional? And there's not a trial of DriveWorks Professional per se but I love directing people to the DriveWorks Live website. You guys have done such a fantastic job with it. I, I remember down in Nashville for 3D Experience World, Maria saying, look at all these amazing updates we've done with the DriveWorks Live website. I, I thought that was just super cool. She's like, here, open it up on your phone. And Yeah, and in, in a bar probably. We, I imagine yeah, some. we were in a bar. <laughs> uh, it was like 1130 at night and there was a band playing <laughs> over in the corner. But I, I love the essence of, hey, check out DriveWorks on your phone. And the fact that like you can say that about that software, it's an engineering tool. Like I I have an Android. I cannot put SOLIDWORKS on my phone. Anyone that has an iPhone, you'll know you can't put SOLIDWORKS on your phone. But I can access this automation tool from my phone and start working on it. And using that DriveWorks Live website, how many demos do you guys have? I don't remember. It's, it's somewhere in the 20s, isn't it? Yeah,
1: so we, because DriveWorks is a very universal tool. And by that, what I mean is, we have customers in so many different industries, um, from people who make medical devices to people who make trailers for the big trucks, um, to people who make furniture and um, all many, many different industries. Essentially, we always say that anything that is a same, but different design, um, anything that can be driven using sort of rules based logic, uh, you can use DriveWorks to, to automate it. Um. But yeah, this idea of being able to go from a phone or a tablet um, or any device essentially that has a browser capability and is connected to the internet, you can configure a, a product and somewhere on a, a server, you can have your manufacturing information for that configurable product instantly generated for you and, and configured for you. Um, it's you know, a really, 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 really interesting thing to, to, uh, to be able to do and a really powerful thing. For for any business really that, that can utilize that sort of system, um, so yeah, it's it is it is really yeah it is really interesting when you are using a phone or a tablet, as you said, um, and you can actually sit next to SolidWorks and actually configure it on your phone and see SolidWorks kick off and and models to be start generating and documents to start appearing on
0: screen. Um, yeah, it's a it's a cool thing to watch. But not everyone has to have SolidWorks, which I think is something that. People lose sight of when they look at the flexibility of of as a tool in general, because it can do a lot of things. And I'm going to ask you later about your favorite stuff you've done with DriveWorks, because I want to write about one of the things I did at DriveWorks. But, (laughs) you know, we've got a customer that they use DriveWorks and they use it heavily. It's a heavy sales tool for them. They don't use Solvitz models at all. And when I talk to customers about that, they're almost confused. They say, "Well, well, why? That doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think that all comes back to the CPQ system. And one of the things that we talked about earlier, DriveWorks can be the glue of uh, between all of your systems because DriveWorks, uh, we work in a lot of different systems. I work in SOLIDWORKS, I work in PDM, I work in DriveWorks, I work in uh, 3D experience. I work in all of these different tools. In a sense, they're all kind of siloed and DriveWorks acts as the way to connect those silos to each other. DriveWorks is that in between it's, it's not a middleware because it does a lot of really cool stuff by itself, but it almost acts as that conduit from, hey, you want PDM information to, go to ERP? Ah, it can send it both ways. It can pull information out of ERP and generate orders for you automatically using autopilot and connectors. There's all this really cool stuff you can do with DriveWorks that has nothing to do with your models. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that because they think DriveWorks is inside of SolidWorks. It's design automation. That's all it does. It does so much more than just create SOLIDWORKS models for you. It makes your drawings. It connects to other systems. Mm-hmm. It's insane.
1: Yeah, so we actually on DriveWorks Live, the, the site that you mentioned, this is we have something called our technology stack demonstrations. So the DriveWorks technology stack is made up of seven um, different areas. It may, we may have actually added an eight. And, but design automation and SOLIDWORKS automation, it's just one of them seven key areas that make up DriveWorks Pro or DriveWorks Professional. So integration, like you were talking about then, connecting DriveWorks to ERP, connecting DriveWorks to CRM, to be able to pull a list of customers or to be able to export a bill of materials to an ERP system, that's, again, another one of these tech stacks, uh, one of the DriveWorks tech stacks. Um, So these tech stack demonstrations actually allow you to kind of deep dive into each of these different areas that make up DriveWorks. So for instance, another one is our configurable 3D um, in a browser. That's another one of our major tech stacks because it's become such a big thing for us. You know, for a, a sales configurator, being able to actually see what you're configuring as you're configuring it is a really powerful uh, tool to to any sales configurator process. Um, so, yeah, the design automation side, I'll be super powerful and um, and, you know, extremely beneficial to a company is only a portion of what DriveWorks Pro can actually bring to your your business. Um, When you're configuring a custom product, obviously having that manufacturing information, SolidWorks data, SolidWorks models, is one side of of things. But all of the other data that needs to be shared around a company is also vitally important to that custom product. Um, You may have never manufactured it before. It needs to be may need to be entered into various other systems to be able to say, well, shipping systems, all that kind of thing. And DriveWorks can integrate with them systems using um, a lot of inbuilt kind of technology that we've, we've built into DriveWorks to make it easy to, to integrate with. And um, we also have a, a fully documented API and a, a new REST based web API as well, and um, for other integrations. Um, but you know. And basically what I'm trying to say is there's lots of ways of integrating DriveWorks with with other things.
0: So one of the things that we kind of talked about pre-show was that, especially with what's going on in the world right now and people are working remotely more than ever, is a lot of people are looking to kind of digitalize that sales process. And we talked about how DriveWorks Professional is the tool for that using DriveWorks Live and DriveWorks Autopilot and the different modules involved with it. One of the really cool things that I really like about DriveWorks is that this selling process can almost be guided. Uh, we can kind of recommend things to our customers. We can use things like catalogs. We can create the CPQ where we're getting pricing on the fly. And it really makes it so that we're not so heavily, so heavily reliant on, on our sales team to have to ask every single question or to remember every question to ask. You know, I, I'm in the pre-sales world. I ask a lot of questions. What if I forget to ask a question? And if you forget to ask that question, how does that impact everything that goes after that? And I love that DriveWorks kind of has that guided feature to it. It helps us digitalize that process and make it consistent and repeatable every single time, which makes customers, makes people that use DriveWorks less reliant on people's memories almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're completely right that we've seen a, a rise in the number of people who are interested in in sales configurators and basically putting their products online uh, obviously the, uh, the pandemic and COVID has, has, has added to that, probably been one of the driving factors behind that um, so the real benefit of it as you said is it's, it's not there necessarily to replace sales guys but it can aid them in selling more of their products because they can, they can get a whole bunch of people to say hey go have a look at our products online, go have a look at our product catalog, configure, configure a product that may have before seemed like something that was quite complicated. Maybe you thought, we need a sales guy to guide someone through the process of configuring this machine that we sell. But with something like a with like DriveWorks, a rules based configurator, you can build in intelligence to your to your forms to kind of help the customer along the configuration process. So you might display a set of options and have a recommended option and say, this is what we recommend with your current configuration. Um, maybe they've chosen options that have made the machine weigh over a certain amount. So it, it recommends that you don't have, I don't know, casters on its feet because they, they'd be too weak or something like that. You can, you can help people through that process. But not only can you recommend certain things, you can also show them what else is available. Um, we see sometimes that people may not pick the more expensive option or, or, or added extras because they maybe don't even know they exist. Um, so what DriveWorks allows you to do is, again, put that logic into your configurator so you can kind of say, well, if you picked uh, a slightly lighter component, you would be able to have casters and things like that. So you can, you can build that intelligence into your uh, configurator and essentially allow your... Unlock your sales guys and allow them to sort of sell more digitally and and kind of get more leads in and, and lead generation and things like that.
0: It's really one of my favorite parts to talk about in the demonstration that I give with the trailer. I always show the trailer because it, it's complex and it shows the the uh, the three D stuff. And at, if a picture is worth a thousand words, a drive three D file that's actually animated and spinning around, it's got to be worth at least ten thousand words or a hundred thousand words. Uh, but I really like the fact that in that demo uh, at one point you choose if you want sidebars or not on the side of the trailer and if you're under a certain length it tells you look you're under a certain length versus if you didn't have a guided selling tool that might not even exist for them they might not even know that hey that was a choice for you you could have had sidebars on it if you were longer and maybe they really needed those sidebars so it it recommends to people it gives people some insight into You've asked this question, and here's where it's leading. Sometimes people don't know where we're going with questions. Sometimes we don't know where we're going with questions. We're just probing and getting information. But with DriveWorks, we're asking very pointed questions, and we're getting people to that final solution that they need. Instead of just saying, "Well, here's what it sounds like you need," instead every option is configured, each one step by step, making sure that they're going to see they're going to see what they're supposed to see, but they also aren't going to see unnecessary options as well. Ideally,
1: yeah. Exactly. And this all goes back to the fact that DriveWorks is, in everything it does, a rules-based system. So, you know, if if they pick a certain type of trailer, they can't have a certain type of sidebar, that sort of thing. Um, basically, the things that a sales guy might just know in his head, so he would never offer them kind of things. So we often talk about, when we talk about design automation and the rules that go into automating SolidWorks, taking often the knowledge inside your engineer's head and putting it into DriveWorks rules. And with your sales configurator and your guided selling, what you're often doing there is taking the, the rules out of the and the, the knowledge out of the sales guy's head and putting it into your configurator. Now, what that allows you to do is you don't need your sales guys to be super experienced. Now, obviously, if they are, that's a, an added bonus. But the kind of training process to, to get a good salesman trained in your product line is much quicker because they don't necessarily have to be able to recite these things off the the top of their head. They can use the configurator themselves. They can sit down with a customer, have the configurator in front of them and talk them through it and guide them through it at the same time. Um, So that's one of the things that a lot of our companies use DriveWorks for. They aren't solely using DriveWorks to just have their customers go online and configure. They aren't solely using DriveWorks for their sales team to configure or they're not using it solely for their engineers to configure. The great thing about Drivers Pro is it allows you to do all of them things collectively. So your engineers can still configure models within SOLIDWORKS. Your sales guys can still use a kind of internal tool to configure products and configure quotations to send out to customers. And you can also have it publicly available online for your customers to access. Um, and you get all of that in one Drivers implementation. And everything's kind of uh, working together and interactable and all of the data that you need to send to ERP, whether it's from a customer, a salesperson, or an engineer, all of that would just share the same rules, the same logic uh, behind the scenes.
0: I'm glad you kind of mentioned that, you know, some customers using it one way, some are using another. You see a lot of different implementations from all around the world and a lot of different things that people from, from China and Australia and India and and North Africa and and South Africa, it, it, all over the world, people are using DriveWorks. This is a global tool, which is one really cool part about it. But I wanted to ask you, what are some of the coolest things that you can tell us that you've seen some customers use DriveWorks for that are maybe a little bit out of the box or outside of the box? It's not something that you would see every time. Like, can you automate a conveyor? Sure, but what's something cool so, that they could have done with it?
1: Uh, the the this is often a question that we talk about ourselves quite a lot at, at DriveWorks World. So we have um, an annual technical event where we do a lot of training and we release the latest, the next major version of DriveWorks. Um, so this year we released DriveWorks. Um, so one of the really cool things that someone presented about at DriveWorks this year, uh, was it this year or was it last year, um, was they actually created a poker game inside of DriveWorks. It was one of our, rese- our resellers. Um, and they basically, because obviously poker and any game really it's just a set of in, instructions and a set of rules and a set of boundaries, you can make DriveWorks behave like that. One of the, one of the guys uh, here, one of our technical team, um, he created chess in DriveWorks. Um, it was a little bit, he hasn't quite finished it and it doesn't have all the intricacies that he would like. Um, but essentially, it allows you to to play chess using using DriveWorks, and we built a various other array of games and things in DriveWorks. When we first uh, we first introduced something called a specification timer, again one of our customers he went away that evening and made Space Invaders in um, in DriveWorks, which was yeah Space Invaders. So he was space uh, invaders. that was a a bit of a retro one. Um, but in terms of that side of things, it's, it's fact that Drivox is just a rules-based system, what that's meant is you can use it for basically anything within your company that is a an automatable process. And we often talk about business process automation. Um, so we've got customers who check things like, is the, uh, the address or the kind of payment information that they've been sent, is that actually valid information or has someone sent them a dodgy or you not know, ret- correct? credit card details, whatever they're using to pay with. So you can use it to automate then kinds of processes. And We use DriveWorks internally a lot to automate uh, our own business. We actually uh, automate almost our entire company using DriveWorks.
0: I love sharing that story and and I'm going to get to my favorite thing that I've ever done in DriveWorks, but now I'm kind of upset because I was making chess. I started that Last year, I, I talked with Matt Lawrence at DriveWorks World uh, while he was still with DriveWorks. And we were talking about doing chess. So I, I got to find out who's doing it over there. Maybe. That way we can compare notes. Because my chess is yeah, working maybe, roughly. It's yeah, maybe kinda that's working. where I'm
1: remembering this from. Maybe it was Matt who who had said that he'd heard of someone creating it. But I know that there is someone out there, maybe Nick, it's you, <laughs> who has created it. Created.
0: Yeah. I do have a chess game. It, it works... Uh, eventually I'm going to roll it out and I'm going to put it on the inflow website. That way everybody can try it and try to play chess. They can play against (laughs) me. Maybe I'm not very good. I won't be playing, but (sighs) you guys will be my first competition because I want to hear all your critiques, but I wanted to bring up one other cool thing that I actually did at driver. or I was, it was towards the end, right before I left um, the interns and I, we, were, we always had our, our daily webinar. We would go in and we would watch something. And every Friday, and Tom, you are more of someone that does this than I ever did, uh, is Fish and Chips Friday. You guys <laughs> all order fish and chips. Um, never got me to do it. I had chips. I never had the fish part of it. Uh, and that was my last day. But every Friday, someone would walk around with a little pen and paper, and they would take orders from each and every person. And DriveWorks is not self-contained in one little office. Like You guys are spread out quite a bit. Everything from where you're standing now down at the bottom of the hill up to where I was in marketing at the top of the hill at the corner of the building. Mm -hmm. Like We were quite a ways away from everybody. So I remember talking with Ian, Matthew, and Connor and saying, hey, let's automate this. And you guys actually use the fish and chips project every Friday to actually order your lunch, which... I think it's so cool. And I love sharing that story with customers because they say, well, how flexible is drivers? <laughs> do you want to order lunch? That people don't think about a SOLIDWORKS automation tool able to order lunch for them. But that's what it does. And I, I loved that because it shows, A, it shows off something that I helped with. Um, I designed the banner. I didn't do all the rules stuff. But it also shows the flexibility and the power, which is something that we've, we've kind of been talking about this whole episode is, how flexible is this tool? It, it's not just an engineering tool. It's everything. It can do so many different things. I, yeah,
1: so yeah, we do it. still use that. Um, it's had a bit of an enhancement uh, since when it was first created. Now, logs who's spent the most money on fish and chips and who's had the most orders and, and all kinds of things. <laughs> it, for, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's, it's quite like a, a tradition in the UK, in England anyway, to, for fish and chips to be eaten on a Friday. Uh, so yeah, we, we go every lunch on Friday, and um, so yeah, it's and it goes back to what I just said about being essentially someone walking around with a pen and paper taking orders. That was a business process, albeit not necessarily a business critical process. It essentially was a business process, and all right. we done, all you guys did was automate that process because you know that all there's a set menu. People needed to pick what they wanted off that menu. Essentially, configure their order their their fish and chip order and you know downstream now it creates essentially a quote it it doesn't it doesn't actually create quote it's like a something that we take down to the fish and chip shop and give to them we want to get to a point where we can drive can send emails obviously we want to automate it to actually send the company that, that we buy the fish and chips from an email but to do that we have to send them it first thing in the morning and people won't be organized enough, I don't think, to, uh, to order a first thing. So we haven't got to that point. We're still <laughs> trying to persuade the Vision Chip Shop to do it. Um, but I think, I, I think as well in terms of this <laughs> idea of we've been talking about the journey that people take, starting with Express, learning about it, going to solo, going to pro. The start of that journey really is someone having an issue, or well, not necessarily an issue, but going, I wish I could automate this. I wish I could not spend my whole time you know, change your dimensions in this little part that I've got. I wish I could automate it. And that's where they maybe come across DriveWorks. What you guys did is you already knew what DriveWorks was, but you, you came across essentially a, a problem. You, you were like, why are we still writing this down on a piece of paper and maybe missing someone out? Maybe we didn't go to the the dev office and they missed out on getting fish and chips or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's, it's taking that problem or taking that process and essentially automating it, making it better.
0: As is everything that that we do it's problem solving and drivers help solve a problem and I think that no matter where a customer is in that journey if they want to start on driver's express it's solving a problem for them if they want to start with solo then go into the free trial and get certified then that's helping them solve problems and if they go up up to professional and have the entire sales process automated then that solves hopefully several problems and that that's the goal of drivers that's the goal of of what we do here in this world of just trying to make sure that Everybody is efficient and everybody is doing what they already do best, but making them better at it. And that, that's always that's always my goal. Make sure that our customers are better than than they yeah, that's, were that's when they exactly saw us it. the first time. It's,
1: it's and I said it's a a sales guy's aid, it's an engineer's tool, it's it's things that allow them to either do something quicker so they can get on with doing something more important or more uh time consuming that maybe they couldn't necessarily have fit in before. Um or it allows them, as you said, to do what they're already doing just better, um, and that's that's what that's what we use to DriveWorks to, to to be able to get out of it. Um, you mentioned then, uh, you mentioned the whole podcast, I guess, about about this idea that having a journey, starting from Express, going to Pro, our journey at DriveWorks still is is going because we're always finding new problems, like you were saying, to solve. We're always finding new processes to automate, and all of our customers are on. Their own journey. You know, the, we've got customers who are still automating product lines and doing this, this standard sales configurator stuff with DriveWorks, but we've also got a lot of customers who they've done that. They're well beyond that now. They're now automating loads of other things using DriveWorks, and they're they're making their businesses more efficient. They're making themselves more efficient. Um,
0: you yeah. know, and so everyone's winning. I think that's a great place to end it. Yeah. Everybody's winning. DriveWorks is always innovating. Our customers are always innovating, and and of course. Tom, I don't know about you. I always want to know what our customers are doing. I want to hear about all these different challenges that they've encountered uh, to, you know, I want to know. I want to hear about it. That way I can think about, hey, I didn't think about using drivers in that way because we're yeah, all learning. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's pretty cool. So Tom, thank you so much for joining InPod this week. I had a lot of fun. I, I think this was a good summary of what is that journey for someone that's looking at drivers. You know, it's not a tool that it's a set way of here's where you start and here's where you end. It's a never-ending process and people can start wherever they want. Yeah, I think I agree. that's what Thanks makes the tool so great. It's been, uh, it's been great. And anytime you want to talk about DriveWorks, you know where we are. <laughs> yes. yes, I do. Very far away, unfortunately. All right, everyone. That was Tom Wormold, Senior Technical Specialist at DriveWorks Limited. Uh, thank you so much for joining me this week. And I will talk to you all next week. See you.